Welcome to the A Scully Cast After the Show Padco. Padco? Padco? What? We were just talking about computer um, repairs because we had a. Well, we've had a couple of computer things this week. My computer um, decided to keep telling me that there was an I.O. error. And I've never experienced a, the I.O. error problem before. So every so often, everything was working fine, but then I'd copy a big file from one drive to another and it would say, cannot copy due to an I.O. error. And then like blue screen, not blue screen, but windows would completely freeze. And I, I said to you, I've no idea what that is, but yesterday I, op- I opened my case to clean everything. So I was in there yesterday, so maybe I knocked something loose. So I went inside and I made sure everything was tight and everything was fine. And it still carried on doing this I.O. error. Turns out what was wrong was one of my SATA cables, which are the new hard drive, thin kind of cables that connect your hard drive to your motherboard, had gone faulty in some way. It was not, not getting a good connection on one end. Now I diagnosed this by trying different cables and trying different ports and moving things and I found out that it was just this Well you took that cable, hooked it to your D V D drive, you got it up and running in your D V D basically drive, a ninety show up. Basically yeah. a ninety nine cent cable was causing me the all the hassle was this ninety nine cent cable. I found a new cable in a motherboard box, plugged it in, not had a problem since. So it was the simplest thing. It was a cable, you know? But then again, sometimes it can be a hard drive or whatever. But uh, we were saying we uh, shipped a computer to somebody this week. Um, My sister. Did we repair that? Com- no, clean the computer and stuff. Cleaned it. There was nothing physically wrong with it. She couldn't get some pogo And there was nothing physically wrong with it when I'd finished with it. No, no. It, it ran all-, all night. It ran yeah. all day. We turned it off. I wrapped it up. I bubble wrapped it. Took it to Staples. We had it really nicely packed. Shipped it. UPS. Got there in two days. And she said it didn't work. Like, the monitor comes wouldn't come on. No signal from the graphics, it said, right? Like, mm-hmm. gra- no graphic input or whatever it says. No so something video. happened between here and there for it not to work. Right, and it's, uh, you know, it's, well, it's a four and a half hour drive from here. So however many miles that, how many stops and, and things. I, and, and, I, and she's not computer illiterate, but she's not, no, no. She's not a computer to your expert in any way. She's an average, Not in the compu- physical average stuff. computer user. I she, mean, you could sit there and tell her on the phone how to do almost anything. Like She wouldn't know what a stick of RAM was if I told her to. No, no, but case. if you said, you know, go to a command prompt and here's how you do it and this is what you type. Because we've had her checker pinging and all that. She does all that. She'll, that's no problem. It's just the physical stuff. You don't want them rummaging around inside but, there. But anyway, um, I try, cut a long story short, I tried to diagnose it over the phone. It's very difficult with somebody because I can't see what the, what's there and she can't, she doesn't know what anything is on the inside. So we didn't get anything solved. Still not working as far as I can, as far as I know. You haven't seen her online, right? And so was your point that it could be a simple thing as well, but... It can be a very simple thing, and I think that this thing also, this computer that we shipped that doesn't work on that other end, I also think that's a very simple thing. I just think it's probably a loose wire or something that I cannot see from here. You know, I can't diagnose it over the phone, basically. I need to see it. And they've got some quote-unquote computer guy who's the brother of a friend who's telling them they need a new graphics card like immediately and so yeah, they've ordered I'm not that. convinced either. If that doesn't work he says buy a new motherboard and I'm like seriously? No. That's like the most severe sol- not a solution. So. I'm absolutely not convinced of all that. So so anybody who has computer problems also we were discussing Geek if you Squad. Have, if you have computer problems and you're into computers in any way 
just familiarize yourself with at least the basics of, of a computer. Like, if you're the kind of person who just uses Facebook, has no idea, and then goes to Best Buy whenever you need something fixing, well, you can save yourself a lot of money if you just kind of look at what a motherboard is, what plugs into a motherboard, because it's actually simpler than you think. Doesn't that apply to cars as well? Because I'm, I'm vulnerable in the car department because I know absolutely Yeah, because the, the basics of car maintenance anybody can do, like changing air, oil, oil. But I don't know anything. I don't know what a carburetor is. I don't know what... I know they exist. I don't no, know but, what it is. And I do, but I'm not going to fix an engine, if you get what I'm saying. I know the parts of an engine, but I'm not up for fixing an engine. Right. But I could change the air filter and stuff, no problem. Um, which is, I think, if you knew the smallest things about a computer, like, oh, maybe if it, like I diagnosed this week that one of the cables was wrong. Well, that was only by trying other cables. Yeah, the 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 signals you were getting from your computer is the hard drive's bad. I O R S. So if you would just take, drive. yeah, if you'd yeah. just taken that and somebody else had looked at it, go, oh, you need a hard drive, you would have been like screwed because they would have taken that hard drive, ditched it with all your data, and charged got, me two hundred dollars yeah. or whatever. So that's what I'm the- saying. I, I paid, <laughs> I paid ninety. Well, I paid nothing because I found a cable in my cupboard. What is this podcast about? And uh, <laughs> I'm just saying about. This is the before the after the show discussion. I'm just saying about. Um, well, that, that's quite obvious. We haven't started. <laughs> I'm saying. Um, just familiarize yourself because computers and building computers is not that difficult. It's like it's the, complex, but it isn't difficult. No, there's a, there's a I think weird most people, if they looked at a, you know, studied it a little bit, could build their own computer if they knew what parts to buy. It's it's not it's not very difficult. They all slot together. They all screw in a thing. It's there's so many variables, though. Let's be honest. There is, but I think you can save yourself a lot of money by familiarizing yourself with just the smallest things, because then you can diagnose something yourself instead of going to Geek Squad and paying through the nose. <laughs> anyway, this isn't a commercial for Best Buy. This is after not the sh- at all. <laughs> Quite the no. opposite. This is after the show number one hundred and sixty-three. This is Sunday, March the thirteenth, two thousand and eleven. The movie we're going to be looking at this week is Due Date. No, it isn't. It's Due Date, which is about. A- a Jewish date. <laughs> no, it's due date. Um, and this is a 2010 release, released on Blu-ray on the 22nd of February 2010. It's it's on Blu-ray and DVD, or in this case, Blu-ray, DVD, digital copy, all in one box, from our friends at Warner Brothers. And you are going to give us the synopsis. Jew. Brief. <laughs> Jew. Jew. What, how, why do you all say Jew? Because like, we're English. Why do you pronounce a D-U like a J? That's all I want to know. I do not know, but that's how I was brought up. That's, if you listen to any British person mm-hmm. say Jew date, they will sound like they say Jew. But it's not correct. <laughs> if you hear us say Tuesday. Tuesday. You say Chew, like C-H-E-W. Tuesday. Like it's it, it's eating day, it's Chew day. Yes, you would say. <laughs> Tuesday with See? a T because it has a T. It's just a. That's a synopsis of the movie. It's not due date. It's due date. Is it colloquial? No, it's not that. Is it? Oh, sure. Just a, I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, this movie is about um, an unlikely buddy movie, cross country road trip. Yes, that's it. Is that it? Are we done? So <laughs> thanks for listening to After the Show. <laughs> you always bitch about my long no, you're synopsis. You're good. Okay, so um, so this movie, Due Date, or Due Date, if you're American, or any other part of the world. <laughs> yes. Um, Robert Downey Jr., Zach Galli... <laughs> I can't say his name. I don't know. Um, Gallifrey. Let's call him Gallifrey. All right, let me, let me say, I was not really looking forward to it, because it kind of looked... Ah, right. 
right. kind of stupid. One of those. Well, look at the cover. It kind of look. I I don't know. <coughs> I don't know if I was going to enjoy it or not. The cover does say it all, though. It does. When, but it's after not... you've seen it. Yep. It doesn't make any sense when you look at it. But after you've seen it, you're oh, like, I disagree okay. completely. I knew precisely what I was getting myself into. But anyway, uh, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought thoroughly. it was really funny, and I, I am not familiar with Zach Galifranakis. That's how you say it. <laughs> I'm not familiar with him. I've, I haven't seen The Hangover. I haven't uh-huh. seen anything with him in, to be honest. This is my first experience of him. So I was really impressed. I think he's hilarious. Like, he's very it's hilarious. the deadpan. Um, and what works in this movie is um, Robert Downey Jr. is obviously really charming. And he does. He's basically like. He plays a similar type of dude a lot. You think he's charming? I think he's a dick. Yeah, but it's a charming dick, isn't no. it? No. Like. like it's charismatic, no. then. Let me say. No, I no. think you, no. You maybe you're looking at him through man eyes. No, to me, he's really <laughs> charismatic, and he, he's you know he's he's fun to watch. Um, yeah. And this is the kind of movie that showcases like Iron Man. He's fun to watch because it's over the top that character. This one's reined in. You know, he's not over the top. Oh, he's not at all. In fact, no. he's. But it's funny to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. they really work together, and it's obvious they find each other funny. So it works as a comedy thing, you know, and. The character that they come up with for Zach Galifianakis <laughs> is hilarious. He's not just hilarious. And if anybody sees it and thinks, "Oh, that guy's over the top," no, he's not. The one of the essence, one of the dark, one of the darker essences of this movie, one of the little dark flavors in there is Robert Downey Jr. is one type of personality, and this guy is another. Robert Downey Jr. and I, this character, I identify because the Gallifrey guy <laughs> is one of the most annoying personality people I've but, ever come across my and he's real he's totally real he's everywhere there are people like him everywhere and you want to strangle them and you want they're just un, and it's intangible you can't describe I mean he's not like uh, it's hard to describe but everything that Robert Downey Jr. says to this guy in terms of what's annoying about him and what's wrong with him and what's bugging it's totally realistic and I love that whoever wrote it I give them that's why I loved it so much because I was like I, I just there are people in this world and he even asks him how do you survive in this world how you're do like you even, such an idiot how or, do you even function how do you go how from you, day to day yes how do how have you survived this long being so unattached to your responsibilities and to reality and to like just common sense and you there those are those people are and i'm not putting myself above or anything i'm saying i totally identify with these characters and that is why i liked it so much and it's got moments when i laughed out loud i know so i was gonna say i know and it's kind of in, it's a very inappropriate um a lot of the time mainly due yes to, yes but um I don't think I've ever seen a movie. I think this was my. I think it was hilarious, but like some people are going to like, give away what he does. No, that's not hilarious. Yeah, I think so. There's so little spoiler here. Is when he punches a child in the chest. I mean, that stomach. That doesn't sound um, like a good thing, but it's hilarious because it you have to hate him. You already yeah. don't like him. But it's and just it's, like, it's just the perfect response to the situation that's happening. It's like the response like a lot of people would want to do, but don't. But he just does it. And the fact that he says to someone else at one point, this is very inappropriate. And the guy's like, really? I'm being inappropriate? (laughs) He doesn't know anything about this character. But it's just this thing. And I'm not trying to dig deep. There's nothing deep about this movie. Except there is. Because there's a thing about life that we're all good and bad. We all have annoying, horrible characteristics. 
that other people despise and that do make us bad people. And we all have good, positive things about us. I know, and, obviously, the movie being called Due Date. Oh, yeah. I forgot um, about that part. <laughs> tight, you know, the front end and the back end of the movie. Are, and to me, that's not, it's nothing. It Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, wife is having a baby and he's got to get home. Right. And unfortunate circumstances. Planes, trades, automobiles, yeah, very midnight much. run, um, all these. Oh, unfortunate said run. series of events means he cannot get there as fast as he would like to. So, you know, it. And, you know, that that thing about life. And he says Circle of Life, Lion King. You know, it's... Yeah, it's, I get it. It, yeah. <laughs> it does have that... Um, That's just a touch of... Trope. The thing to me about it is, though, the thing about the personalities and that even people who drive me nuts, and for very obvious reasons, I've learned, I've learned in life, there are personalities out there that I, it's like oil and water. And if I'm with a person for just for enough period of time for all those annoying things to show up and for me to feel repelled by them, then that's unfortunate because I'll never get to know that person. I know this. It's one of my bad traits. It's one of the bad and things about the, me. that's the epiphany Robert yeah. Downey Jr. has. He's that forced to be with this, him This enough. guy, yeah, I'm forced to be with you. And, you know, I hate everything. I hate your whole thing. Like, but... I'm just as hateable. I'm just yeah, as hateable. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, I should be a better person and look through that shit because you're a human being. Yeah, because the Robert Downey Jr. guy, his worst traits are being angry, being violent, being jealous. And the other guy's worst traits are, in this I'm sounds, being really... Um, really annoying and really too positive and too flighty and too flippity gibbet. And that sounds like a total opposite. Like, oh, of course that guy's fine and the violent guy's a jerk. But when you're around the flippity gibbet... I don't, never even heard that. People before. know what that means. <laughs> That's an American thing, maybe? I don't know. Flipperty gibbet. Like a person who's. It's like. And he literally. This guy puts his nose up in the air and he walks with this little. Da, 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 like, I'm just denying everything that's wrong in the world and wrong with me and da, 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 and everything's fine. And you want to strangle them because they just are living in the clouds. But then the fact that I get so annoyed is a bad trait. Because that's my bad thing, right? I should just accept them for being what they are. But that's why I just... I can't go on enough. It's just so funny. Some of the moments. And yeah, it gets a little over the top. Yeah. You got some action scenes. You're like, holy shit. But it's so fun. There's an amazing car crash. Yeah. (laughs) There's a a car crash that that wouldn't look out of place in a high-budget action movie. Two I was like, uh, oh my god, that's... like Because they do it in slow motion, just for dramatic effect. But when it lands and it squashes the roof and stuff... It just looked... Well, obviously, they threw a real car off a bridge. There wasn't any making of on here. I wanted to mm. see them do the car crash, but um, nothing like that. But, um, yeah, it was really well made, too, I thought. Yeah. That's some really nice... Um, like, I know it's just like a road trip movie, but they had a lot of helicopter oh, shots. Oh, yeah, really good. And... Really good, um, like, couple of crossroad things. There was one where there's, like, a lot... Like, way up in the air. That and you're train. Looking down. Yeah, the train. Isn't that funny? That sticks in your mind. It looks yeah, really it was nicely like, composed. Oh, they really know how to make America look beautiful. Even America is beautiful in parts, right? But right. And they showed you, like, a... You know, like, Wally World movie. <laughs> yeah, sort of. <laughs> yeah, you see, you know, in the 70s, 80s. Yeah, we should have said vacation, too, because that's a crossroad yeah. trip. Um, did you put... Yes, you did. Okay. So, um, I really... I, didn't know what to expect. I, I've not seen The Hangover because I, everybody talks about The Hangover as the best movie ever. I just kind of didn't get on that train. It didn't seem um, like it could live up to what everybody was talking about to me. So I never saw it. I watched Hot Tub Time Machine instead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know whether that was the right choice. 
No, uh, I'm telling you now. No. But, um, you know, this is from the director of The Hangover, and I, I might want to see The Hangover now. I mean, if it's that kind of humour, because I like that kind of humour. It's Oh, he also directed Old School. And I liked Old School. I liked Old School, too, yeah. You know, it's got this debauched kind of feel to it, hasn't it? I mean, It has moments up. of pretentious, like, real snotty sarcasm, but then... I mean, it's not like an Apatow it. movie. It's not trying... It's not got... It, no. It's different, isn't it? It's it, it, almost a bit... Like, Apatow tries to aim a little bit higher. Like Don't he, even say he tries to aim higher. Come well, on. Well, I, I think he does. <laughs> I think every film Apatow's done, Funny People being the one that most, most did it, was... Obviously, it's about... Dick and fart jokes. But with or stoner design. jokes. But tries to put a really nice human story in there. And that's the that's what the what Apato tried to do. Now this, this is totally that. Yeah, it is, but I don't think In fact I think this is even on a deeper level because well, I, you I, have I, to... I was thinking about the hangover, which I've not seen, but I know kind of roughly what it's about. Yeah, but um, I didn't watch that. I'm talking about this movie. And to me it's pretty deep when you really think about it. You know? Yeah. The personality thing and about life and how you you can accept people or you overlook things. I know old school, I guess. And... Kind of. Yeah. If that old school is quite outrageous, though. I mean, it is kind of. It is, but the thing about it is, it's about people flawed who are trying to figure out how to just get on with things in life and cope with bad things. Yeah, and... like old old school's like um, grown men who didn't really want to grow up just yet. But in the meantime, you've got a guy whose marriage falls apart, and you've got, like, per- no, things that are helped, real. And this thing that they go and do in yeah. school um, helps them all, basically, by being... All these movies have heart. Yeah. So, yeah, I really like... I like a road trip movie, for a start. <laughs> I know, it's weird. Yeah, I don't we know why. I mean, I mean, we've seen a million road trip movies. That they come and... You know, like he said about um, a movie that it gets made every two years. Yeah. It feels like a road trip I mean, that's movie. what he was referring yeah. to, actually. Yeah, I think so. But it feels like road trip movies come along, and I'm a sucker for them, whatever they are. RV. That's really funny that you said that, because maybe that is something someone said to him or these people who wanted to get this movie made. Like, oh, somebody makes a road trip movie every two years. Because he said it very, with a lot of conviction, that particular line. And he said it twice. Yeah, he did. Kind of like up yours, whoever. And, you know, like, I, I a, a very favorite road trip movie of mine is Sideways. Yeah. You know, Sideways is more, I don't know, a highbrow road trip movie or something. But there's all kinds of road trip movies. I kind of enjoyed RV. It was a stupid, dumb road trip movie, right? The kid from RV was also the kid from... Yes, he was. 3D. Yeah. Mummy guy. Yeah, yeah. And I love... I saw a clip of You know, I love Vegas vacation. I love the vacation movies. Um, Midnight Run is a road trip. Midnight Run is... um, my two recommendations this week are, you know, so road trip movie. We, this isn't the last. Thelma and Louise. This isn't the last one we're going to see. We're going to see another very probably this year. But um, I did enjoy this a lot. So let's move on to the cast of this uh, movie. Robert Downey Jr. plays Peter Hyman, <laughs> which um, is a pun in itself. Um, he's really funny. Is that a pun technically? Hyman. I don't know what... I know what that is. I'm saying, is that a pun? Or hymen. I mean... Hymen. Yeah, could be either. But um, he makes a joke about it at one yeah. point. But uh, yeah, Peter Hyman. Um, he's really good. I can't... I think he does goofy roles pretty good. 
I don't find this very goofy, except there are moments, but I don't find it that goofy. I do. It's, it's the straight man to the Gallifrey. Gallifrey. <laughs> funny man. I mean, it's it's a duo. It's a co- it's a comedy act. He's a cock, and the other guy's like a flubber yeah. gibbet. So you you know. <laughs> It's a comedy duo. I mean, they the uh, different personalities that rub against each other, creating hilarity. Right? Uh, that's, a duo. That's what it was. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just like any other. It's like the. Th- yes. I was going to say it's like the Three Stooges, but that, that's like a, a treat. In fact, you would normally think of Robin Dine Jr. as the flippery gibbet guy, and because like one of my recommendations, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, he's kind of the. Lucy, like the ugh, flighty one, right? And then you got Val Kilmer, who's like real bizarre and kind of straight and kind of... T- so him being the straight man, I think, is kind of interesting. So, yeah, and he's he's funny. I mean, there's a lot of funny stuff um, from him. I think a lot of the funny lines come from him. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, Zach Galifranakis, I'm getting it right as we go along, plays Ethan Tremblay slash Ethan Chase. He's got the dual names it's because brilliant, I think. And yeah, I do, and I'm, I'll be glad to see him again in something. Um, because not that. Go ahead. What? Not that he's brilliant, like he's a brilliant actor, but I mean the portrayal well, of this type of character. Who I know, I know a guy. We know you don't know him as well as I do. There's a guy that I know who. It's like he watched him for like a month or a year to see the mannerisms and. The, oh yes. You know, because. It's exactly right. And then it comes and goes. You know, he turns it on, turns it off and stuff. And I just think that portrayal of that character, he was really... I'm not saying he's brilliant. I'm saying in this role, I was completely I think, convinced. Um, he, you know, I've seen him... Do I've seen clips of him playing other characters. And they're not like this character at all. I mean, this character is a... It's a real a character. Full on. Yeah, yeah, it's a character. Full, you have to change your whole self to be this character. Unless you are this person. No, nobody's going to be this person. Yes, exactly. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not exactly. Well, not exactly, but I mean very close. I mean, this guy masturbates in front of you. <laughs> I wasn't talking about that. Literally inches away from I'm talking about men's... I'm talking about his persona. It's quite you know? funny. Quite funny, that. Like, what are you doing? And the thing of, like, uh, you know, what's your favorite color? Or the way here? Oh, yeah. And the inappropriate questions. And, the like, when he says to him one time, your cavalier attitude when you bring this subject up, it's disturbing to me. And there are people like that. Yeah. They will ask you flat out, like... You know, you know, just inappropriate questions. Did but your with best this, friend like, sleep with your wife? Yeah, this blank look on their on their face, like oh, da, 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 you know. And so you, I think he just nailed it. To be honest, so I think uh, I've got Jamie Fox as um, Daryl, and it's, it's, it's just a cameo thing, really. Could have been. I do anybody. like Jamie Fox though, and I thought it was pretty funny. Is it was pretty brief, yeah, very yeah. brief. But um, yeah, there's a couple of uh, cameos. Michelle Monaghan, you could say, is a cameo also because she's in it very briefly. Um, it's not a cameo, but I mean, she's. A, I mean, she's, she's a main role, but she's literally in it for five minutes max. Mag, if you add it all up. Um, and she plays um, Robert Downey Jr.'s wife, Sarah Hyman. Um, can't really say. She's, she's awesome. She's, she's from what? Gone Baby Gone. Yes. She's the woman. This. this I always woman. think of Eagle Eye. It's <laughs> not a good. Uh, <laughs> not a good example. one to think of, no. is it really? Um, Juliette Lewis plays Heidi. She's awesome. Yeah. Uh, really Very brief cameo. Brief, but it wasn't a cameo. A cameo is like walk on, walk off. She was actually a part. You know what I mean? A yeah, cameo is like... This was sit- less than two minutes. Right, but a cameo is like if she's sitting in a, rest- in a restaurant as herself and they say, oh, look, it's Juliette Lewis, that's a cameo. Oh, you have to be yourself. I believe so. I could be wrong. I would have but- to look that up yeah, because yeah. I don't think that's But this, crazy. she was awesome because she's totally... Her character, again, I've met 
people like her. She's sort of the quote unquote. It's not a stretch for Juliette Lewis. I mean, she plays (laughs) a lot of characters like I've seen her play. But when they're talking about his hair, and she's just totally, and when they're at the door, and she's like, "Oh my god, I never knew that." And she just has that crazy laugh that just comes out of her. Yeah, and like she's actually not putting a laugh on; she's just laughing at the scenario. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But it was she was good. I really thought that was going to come back to haunt him, but it, it didn't, so... No. And Danny McBride, your favourite. Not at all. And in this, even less. This is making me be like, what a cock. He but just... he has to play... I mean, the character he plays... <laughs> is, I thought it was pretty good, like, because... Um, you know, I'm talking about somebody who's the same in every movie. Yeah. Pretty much. Sarcastic. Over the... T- Ugh. I just don't like him at I, all. I liked the scenario, though. Because I didn't know what was going to happen, and then when it did, I was like, "No." Yeah, it was one of the. It was the least favorite of the um, sort of out of control situations. To uh, we won't give that one away, but it's an interesting scenario yeah, where yeah. you do meet Danny McBride, and he's literally in it for two minutes. Also, it is one of those road trip movies you do get. Sure. Stops along the way is a. In fact, even going back to vacation, mm-hmm. there's people who just appear briefly and then you never see them again. So. um... Uh, Blu-ray and DVD extras on this disc are very few. There's not much. There's, um, first off, there's the complete two and a half men scene featuring Ethan Tremblay. So this movie does have a little tie-in with Two and a Half Men, the TV show. Because um, he's an, he wants to be an actor and go to Hollywood and be, get on that show because that's the epitome of being an actor. Yeah, and like, then he gets on the show. Yeah, and he does get on the show, and as you can see the full scene, which lasts about three minutes. Although that's kind of a spoiler, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. Really, I don't think really, but the scene lasts about three minutes. Um, it made me think how dated laugh tracks are. Yeah, because uh, if you know three and a half, two and a half men, <laughs> three and a half men. Yeah, it has a laugh track, and yeah. um, laugh tracks just feel it makes things feel weird to me now. I can't, if I feel like I'm watching Happy Days. You know, it's just too... It's different. From it's a little bit too much, though. Modern laughing. shows with it, it just seems over the top. It doesn't seem needed. If the show's funny, like The Office... Well, some would say it's not so funny anymore. Like The Office mm-hmm. or something like um, 30 Rock. If it's funny anyway and the lines are good, you don't need to tell people Like when, when you're laugh. watching a funny movie? Yeah, like when you you're watching Jude Day, you don't need to be told when to laugh. It's the same thing, isn't it? I prefer no laugh track to yeah, be honest. Yeah. And I think it's nice in this day and age of DVD and Blu-ray where you can have a no laugh track feature on a disc where you could watch Two and a Half Men without the laugh track. Maybe. Like MASH is a good one to watch without any laugh Yeah, track. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and you didn't want to mention, but Charlie Sheen is in there. And I, mean, I don't mention him. I'm just fucking tired of it. I'm sick of everybody lowering the But standard. I said too, I don't re- I've never seen the Two and a Half Men show and I've seen a lot of stuff about Charlie Sheen recently about him being crazy and stuff. On that show, he's called Charlie, and so the line he did in this particular episode of the show basically was him, because he said something that From was what? like, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's not like a stretch. Okay, is that enough? Well, I mean, is when people say that Charlie Jean like, goes on this show and he, tur- he turns on this complete other persona. It's not really, it seemed to be... What's the deal of that show? Are they just best friends who live together? I have no idea, I've never watched it, no clue. Or are they homosexuals? I have or- no clue. I, I didn't, couldn't get the... I, like, they're bringing up a son, but I don't know who they are. Like, you know? I'll have to find that out. Um, really? You care that much? I just... <laughs> I didn't get the vibe that they were um, gay. Because... Or maybe one of them... Were, I, didn't, I didn't... The Charlie Sheen character didn't see... Because he talks about... I don't know. Well, he said, didn't he? About womanizing, going out, getting drunk and stuff. 
Oh, in the show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're just friends who... I'm very proud of myself that I don't know anything about it. It's been on for eight years. Because I don't care. Um, <laughs> there are additional scenes here. Lasts about three minutes. Some good, some bad, some yeah, irrelevant. Very neutral. Very neutral. Um, there's the due date action mashup, which <laughs> it's the action parts of the movie. Sort of. Not even. It he sneezes th- in one I think it lasts second. 31 seconds. <laughs> it's just not even an extra, in my opinion. Um, and then there's a due date, too many questions mashup. Which is just an... It's not actually a matchup. It's a deleted scene, basically, isn't it? Where you just ask... I felt like it was, yeah. And then... I didn't bring any water. There's also a gag reel, which is pretty much the same as all the others. And that is it for extras. No commentary, no nothing. Um, And the the longest of these five extras is like three minutes. So you're not in for much. I didn't feel... I felt that was fine. Some movies to me, I'm not not craving any extras at all. I don't know, though. um, I... What I see nowadays with any movie, don't matter what it is, it doesn't cost them much to make a commentary where they where they get the director and he just right. But some movies you don't care about. Well, like... I would have a commentary on any movie if it's funny. If Robert Downey Jr. is like Galifianakis and the director um, Todd Phillips, they would have a lot of interesting stories to tell about this movie. It's not difficult to get them three guys on Skype or in front of a microphone. Yeah. Um, I think it should just be standard nowadays with a Blu-ray because you're paying more for a better version or whatever. Uh, also comes with a digital copy and a DVD, which I do like it when they give you both. Um, mm-hmm. um, and that's about it. I do like the cover actually. I, I think it make a, I think it's a good poster because it kind of says the movie in, in just an Im- one image. For some which it, time. in some instances is bad, but in this one it's just a nice image of them. Yeah, and also there's... We <laughs> didn't mention uh, the cast. There's also a dog. <laughs> the dog's kind of cool looking. Um, so, directed by Todd Phillips, who we mentioned earlier, directed The Hangover, Old School and Road Trip with Tom Green. Remember that one? Yes, vaguely. That was a long time ago. It's one of those. That was Road another, Trip's actually quite funny. That was another before the after the show discussion. You said You brought up how... Do you know how when you're watching a movie, you think you haven't seen, but then as you watch it, you're like, wait, I, I think I have seen You've this. definitely seen Road Trip. But I've seen, I know I've seen it, but I mean, I don't recall it. And you're like, I think I've seen this. And then you get to the end, you're like, I know I've seen this, but how could I have, like, blanked it all out? Right. And we were just discussing Road how Trip's actually happen. quite funny. It's really along the same lines as old school. It's almost like a... I remember thinking it was quite stupid. No, it's quite funny. Uh, it's got that skinny Tom guy. Green, it's real brief Tom Green in it. Um, it's got that skinny guy. I watched it because I'm a big fan of Tom Green and I knew Tom Green was in it. That's the only reason I watched it. And Tom Green's literally not in it very yeah, much. Yeah, I don't think it was good. So. No, I thought it was quite funny. If you like old school, you'd like Road Trip. Definitely. I disagree because I don't remember liking Road Trip and I liked old school. Hmm. Well, if you're a male and you liked <laughs> old school, you will like Road Trip. Um, but it was way before old school. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a big gap in between there. Um, so, in conclusion for this... I recommend it. it's a good night out of the movies kind of thing. Isn't it is it? fun, yes. Not a night or well, night in at the movies for it here, but um, it's a lot of fun if you pay, you know. And it's everywhere at the moment. I keep seeing it on all on the on-demand services, Xbox Live. I keep seeing pic- that picture all the time everywhere. So right. um, I'm sure it's easy to come by. It's not on Netflix yet, but what is new? <laughs> um, so yeah, I recommend it. I think it's really funny. What do you? I do. I think. Um... Almost anybody, I think, would identify with one side or the other. Because if you're the Fliberty gibbet and you... Are, are, Might offend some people. Oh, yeah. There are going to be some things. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Inappropriate. 
Mm-hmm. Is I think they key that word in there so that key that word in. Listen to me, I'm from 1975 with the keying in, in keying in of the things. But um, I think they play, lay it out. It doesn't take itself seriously. Like it's not like trying to have a message. You can tell trying, from frame one. It has it. its own message built in, but you have to kind of let it hit you. Where this thing of accepting people or. You know, and they both say at different times, I'm working on that. I know this is a problem I have. I'm working on it. Everybody yeah. says it. And so I like that. But on then on the very surface, it's just kind of wacky at times. And I think it's, it's a bit of a mixture, isn't it? Of yeah. like a really crazy, gross out kind of wacky thing where, you know. But we, it doesn't ever get crazy. super sappy, really. I mean, it gets a couple a bit moments. Like, oh, my God, what the hell's going on now? Yeah, yeah. Like it's a cartoon almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wow, this is crazy. But then, you know, it's It not, rains back in. Yeah, it's not... Re- well, it is ridiculous in parts, I, I have sure. to say. There are some ridiculous parts. But then I feel like that's just the thing. They're like... They're dudes, right? This is an all-dude thing. A dude director, dude writers, dude actors. Let's shake it up. You know, it's not enough to have funny dialogue and funny this and that. Let's have a car crash and a chase and, you know. That's why I just wanted one featurette that was just a little bit on the scene so I could see some of the director at work. Because I always like to see yeah, that. Yeah, I do But um, we saw nothing. So I can't tell you anything about Todd Phillips because I don't even know what he looks like. So I think he was in that scene. You think that was him when he said... Yeah, I think it probably I was. Think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know for a fact. But, but he did say cut. Yeah. But there again, actors sometimes say cut, don't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Bruce Willis to Kevin Smith. But <laughs> so, uh, movie re- movie recommendations for this week. I'm going with two road trip movies that I thoroughly enjoyed. One of them very dubious to a lot of people. First one is uh, Trans America, which is not a funny road trip movie by any means, but a road trip movie all the same. And I really think it's a good movie. I've not ever seen it. You have Trans America with the sex change operation person. Oh, that I thought. You know what I thought you were thinking talking about. What's that called? Air America with Mel Gibson and Robert Downey Jr. No, no. <laughs> Trans America. Trans America is awesome. Yes. Oh, yeah. Road not... trip movie, but very different. It's not a comedy. <laughs> no, but it has some funny moments. It does. But it's life like, funny. It's more like Sideways. It's brilliant. It's um, really good. So, yeah. Trans America. Oh, it's way better than Sideways. Um, for me, same-ish. Uh, and my other one is Forces of Nature with Ben Affleck. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't like this movie. For some reason, I must have been in the right frame of mind the day I watched it. We watched it, I remember. It resonates with me, and I can remember it. I've not seen it since the day we watched it. We watched it in the theatre. I like it. I think it's a really good movie. Sandra Bullock and Affleck, right? Yeah, and it's got this... It's it's an unusual movie, let me say that. But it is a road movie. It's got the sweetness, and it's got the, you know, the opposite people. Some action. Got to get to here to get this done, and all that stuff, so... Yeah, and it, you know, I don't ever hear it mentioned much, Forces of Nature. I don't ever... True. So that's why I mentioned it. Very good. Forces of Nature. And mine are... Because I do think Robert Downey Jr., he's similar to our age, right? Maybe a little older. Maybe. Um, and I think that if you've followed him his whole career, like Chaplin is my recommendation to start with, because I think it's like you're engrossed completely in his ability to do... His thing, right? So if you want to go and say, oh, he's wacky, whacked out. These days he does Iron Man and what's so good about that? What's so good about him? Go back and watch Chaplin because it's really good. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Did he get an Oscar nominee for... Um... Chaplin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is wacky, kind of. And it's got that sort of 
super, not supernatural, but it's got a weirdness to it, and it's really good. It's like a total, I don't recommend it for everybody, but Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Val Kilmer, Robert Downey Jr., and then I have a third one, which is a road movie. Which $5. we just watched recently. We just watched $5 a day, to me, is what, a really good one, because it's got loads of character. Charm. Really charming and sweet, and you know it's and, not got any of the loads of and crazy Christopher stuff. Walken. Christopher, <laughs> yes, it's pretty crazy. It's that really one. good. It's really really good. Another one we could have mentioned would be uh, with the flyaway home with Jim. Is that the name of it? With Anderson's woman and Jim from the office. You know what I'm talking about. Away we go. Away we go. That's another Fly away. Because they're going. Exactly. <laughs> well, they're on. They're going yeah, to destinations. It's a little different take on the road trip. Maybe yeah, but it still is one. They're going to different places, and I think. But those are mine. And then the ultimate road trip movie, National Lampoon's Vacation, probably. To right? me, not 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 accurate. The ultimate one to me is uh, Midnight, Midnight Run. Yeah. Um, so, thanks to Warner Brothers for the uh, review copy of the movie. And I want to say next week's Blu-ray review will be The Tourist, Johnny Depp and Angelina Jolie. Tourist. The Tourist. I like um, the way you say that. So, uh, yeah, that will be next week's review. Um, games and Ace Scully stuff for this week. Very nothing, hardly. Awesome. Not been many games. <laughs> why, why is that awesome? Because I know what you've been doing. Um, so, we've been playing through on the PS3 the Sly Cooper collection. Me and my nephew. Mostly my nephew and I have been watching him play. Because I've never played... Um, he played the Sly Cooper games because they were PS2 games. And he was young, like mm-hmm. six and seven and eight, right? Mm-hmm. Like that age. Um, and he basically played them. And when he got stuck, I helped him, remember? Like mm-hmm. when, he, when he got stuck on the boss and stuff. So I never really played them. So they've been remastered on the PS3 in high definition. All three games on one disc. And it's twenty nine ninety nine, which is bargain, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many hours worth of play, like? Even though he's hours. played them already, he's enjoying Loves it. Loves them, yeah. And and they're remastered. They look way better. Um, there's trophies now that you can get, like, on the PSN network. Um, and we've played all the way through one and all the way through two, and we'll probably do three, some of three tomorrow. Um, it's really good. I, if you've got kids, they're fantastic games, I think. It's almost like they don't make games like that anymore. You said to me the other day, where's games like that now? Yeah. Because everything's a shooting game or a... Yeah, there's no good like um, Sly Cooper. I mean, we had that is like I mean, we I mean, had um, Spy Fox. You know that kind of stuff where it's like you are in the 3D all world. All platform games even seem to have. I mean, yes, Mario still exists and it's awesome, right? And we was playing some Mario this week even. Um, but like the kid, kid, you know, younger kind of franchises with cartoony kind of characters doing platforming and stuff, right? Seem to have gone away. They really do. Like because the guys who make Sly Cooper. Stop making Sly Cooper to make um, Infamous, which is like a adult superhero thing. Now they're making Infamous too, so Sly Cooper got brushed under the carpet. There's rumours they're going to be making a Sly Four, but those franchises seem to have—they really do. Like even um, you enjoy it, like Ratchet and Clank. There was loads at one point. There was Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, um, Jack and Daxter. There was um, on the 360. There was the rare one. What was that called? Um, don't remember Banjo and Kazooie right right you know they all seem to have gone away because everybody want I don't know I think the people who are making them 
I've we're in their 20s and 30s. And then they've done all that. And then they're like, we've, we've evolved. We've learned new skills. I do think that. Because and then we've aged into this thing. But now you would think they're all going to be having kids, right? They're going to be hitting back. their 40s. And now they're releasing this one, you know. And then the, somebody's got to go, look, the we thing can make is with, um, a kick-ass. You can make such amazing games for kids. The thing is with Infamous, which is uh, the game that they made after Sly Cooper. Well, after they made three Sly Cooper games, they made Infamous. Um, and then it, they're making Infamous 2, which comes out in a couple of months. It's a dark superhero tale, but all the mechanics feel like Sly Cooper. Like, if you grew up, I, if you grew up with Sly Cooper and you play Infamous, you're like, oh my god, this is Sly Cooper. It just doesn't have Sly Cooper. In fact, right down to the main hero of Infamous, if you look closely on his back pocket, he has a little Sly Cooper. <laughs> nice. So, I mean... There's nods to him in there, but the mechanics are straight out of Sly Cooper. It's just, like you say, they said, we love Sly Cooper, but we want a grown-up version of Sly Cooper. Because that's where the money is, right? I like, guess. adults buy games more. Now. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe we need to go back to a time of... Because I even like having Sly Cooper. It might be a kiddish-looking kind of game, but it's still fun. doesn't make it any less fun. So Sly Cooper Collection, highly recommended. 30 bucks, 3 full long games it's well worth the money uh, I wrote down clocks go forward but they already did yeah. so um, we're in the future you wrote me oh I've changed all the clocks like it was like a big deal and I'm working in a mainframe data center where I'm like really because I just changed the time for the whole state not like everyone's homes I mean you don't realize how many the clocks computer, in your house now that's the only thing I didn't do I, didn't, I changed one clock there I thought you know screw them because I'm sitting here, we do this procedure where you can change the actual time of the entire mainframe, which is a big deal, and you could mess it up. I mean, we've got a couple of fail-safes, but if you do it the wrong time, like, you have to do it around time. So, it's like, okay, and then a few minutes afterwards, you have to check into a bunch of things to make sure the time changed on everything. The timestamp on all these things that are running, and all these servers, all this stuff is right. And then, I just think that should just be automatic, but... I guess still these days you got to put your hands on You know on. the thing, the main major problem I had with changing clocks last night, we have a backwards clock. And Al- <laughs> Alice yeah. in, we have an Alice in Wonderland, um, Johnny Depp Alice in Wonderland clock that... Is reverse. Reverse clock. It was boggling my mind looking at it when I was trying to change it. I know, it, I know it's, it actually is easy once you grasp the concept, but I'd just changed a load of normal clocks. And I was looking at it and I was like, Okay, what time is it? <laughs> Trying to change this clock, it was weird. So yeah, um, backwards clock's fun, but when you have to change it, it's kind of funny to get your head around. And I'm just going to put this out there, and I'm telling you now, because you started the day by saying something about that hour difference in sleep, and I'm just like, get okay. over it! It's a freaking hour! Do you know how many times many of us have wasted an hour doing absolutely nothing or sitting in traffic or sitting on the toilet or having a bath or whatever it is? Well, it was awesome for you. The hour. You you had an hour less at work. Yeah, but it doesn't matter to me. I also stayed an hour longer when they changed the time in the fall. I don't give a shit. It's an hour. I can walk around the grocery store for an hour and there's an hour of my life gone. People who talk about it and complain about it, I'm complaining about it. Well, my personal view on this is we shouldn't be messing with the clock at all. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. Just leave it. Leave the clock. Like, one year, I just say, okay, we've sod Does England day. do it? Yes, we still do it. Sod daylight, but on a different time and date, we do it. <laughs> right. I was, uh, in fact, I posted on Facebook last night, don't forget to change your clocks, everybody, at 2am. And I got three messages from British friends saying, 
clocks don't go forward until the 27th. Right, right. And I'm like, and then I'm thinking, so they do it, but yeah, totally different. So what the hell? Why do we, why do we do it? Really? I mean, let's all not do it. Yeah, leave everybody time. just agree. Leave time <laughs> as it is. Let's not fuck around with this. Leave time as it is, which doesn't even exist, really. No. We just, it's our measurement of but Yeah. Um, it, it's not needed, is it? It's not needed. No. I mean, it's something to do with kids going to school when it's dark, coming home when it's... Farming and stuff, I think, was the original concept, maybe. Like you say, it's an hour. Exactly. Um, Okay, okay, it's lighter in the mornings now. Not yet, but it will be. Very soon. Um, Lighter in the evenings as well, right? Um, It's an hour, people. And uh, the other game, which comes out on Tuesday, like due date, Tuesday. (laughs) Due date. um, Which I'm not going to mention... Now, but I'm going to mention it's called Homefront. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to mention now, but I'm going to mention. I mean, I'm not going to talk <laughs> about it. Um, game comes out on Tuesday. Homefront, new big first-person shooter. Seems like there's a first-person shooter every month now, though. So the next big one is just another. You're looking forward to it. Yes. Um, so I will speak about Homefront next week when I've played it all the way through. Uh, what have we got for dinner and your news and stuff? <laughs> that sounds so enthusiastic. <laughs> For dinner, we're going to have some... I've got cabbage I'm going to kind of fry up with some uh, Morningstar maple sausages, quote-unquote, and some red peppers, and then I roasted some squash, which is in there, because you showed me what Kevin Rose's girlfriend had made for him. They roasted yeah, squash, so I roasted some of that. In little present shapes. Yes, they will be. They're slices at the moment, but then they'll be. And I will also make some veggie burgers on nice wheat buns. And what's the other thing? I had something else, something else, something else. Delicious. That doesn't sound like much so far. Sweet potatoes. What do you mean? I'm going to make a whole pan of cabbage with some sausage and red peppers. You oh, yeah, that's Yeah, yeah, I get you. Then you have you. sweet potato. I, I get you. And you're going to have squash. I thought you meant a sausage patty with some cabbage, but it's like a thing. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. crumble the sausage in it for the flavor. Right, right. And then the burger you're going to have on a patty as well. And... Did so you say that Morning Star were having a sale or something? Uh, Hy-Vee is having, like, freezer Doesn't sale. Doesn't mean they're getting rid of it. What? No, mm-hmm. they're having a freezer sale. So loads of things in the freezer are on sale. Right. And Morningstar products are in the freezer and they're a dollar off. So I got some crumbles, got some burgers, got some sausages. Because we love the Morningstar stuff. Yeah, I, I've tried, the- I, don't, I don't love everything, but... No. I do. I really love the corn things as well, but you don't get them that often. So. Because they've gone up by $2. Oh, they are really good, though. Yeah. I mean, those, like, breaded... Yeah, I love oh, the chicken... So those good. chicken nugget things. Ugh, I love them. Not the chicken... The, I like the chicken nuggets, too, but the actual breaded turkey burger, or whatever they call it. Oh, you like that? The breaded... Right, right. Yeah, Morningstar yeah, has that, too, but I don't remember yeah. if it was as good. I also love tofurkey roast, but... Yes. Those we have tofu. We I was going to make some tofu for dinner, but I'll do that tomorrow. On, um... Spe- like Christmas dinner. Yeah. Because it is really good. It is good. I love the wild rice in the middle. So, um... And we're going to have Vienna fingers for your dessert. That's what she said. Anything else? <laughs> for dinner? No. What else in my life? Siblings. I was going to talk a little I bit about... I have none. You have none. I have three. And I do love them. I don't want bad things to happen to them. I want good things to happen to them. But I'm telling you now. I don't know if everyone identifies with this. But they're... They're so frustrating because they just make so many bad... They're so annoying. And that's why this movie, really, really, I loved it for this reason. Because our personalities... I think my brother and I have the most similar personality. We get, you know, you get from your parents and your family, right? You get genetics. I have blonde hair. I'm stubborn. 
these are things I think are built in to people sometimes. This sort of, you know, one sister is one way and she drives me crazy. My other sister is another way. She drives me crazy in a different way. But I love them, right? It's just that siblings, you grow up your whole life with them, right? And you learn. This is how I've learned, like the oil and water thing about personality. I'll meet a person and almost immediately, I mean literally in five minutes, I will know if I'm going to really dig this person or not. And I think it's because when you're raised around siblings, even though mine are older, you're just smashed in together so much that you learn all these traits you don't like and attitudes you don't like. And I'm sure they can say the same about me. But you didn't have any siblings. And you just seemed like everybody's fine and everybody's probably got a story. And then there are certain things you don't like about what people do. But you're very instantly, you take what you see. Like if someone says something, you know... You just take it, take them for the surface value. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You no, no, no. That guy's an asshole. Don't you see that? And you're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, can't you see how he's acting? How he's talking? How he's reacting to people? And you're like, no, I, I think he's okay. And I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, I just see like through him. And I think that. But are you right? It's or a personality right? thing too. Your personality lends you to be a little more laid back. And I'm a little more judgmental. <laughs> Or I'm not judgmental because I don't judge people for doing drugs or being a prostitute or being a stripper or being a businessman. What I judge people on are things like if you're mean to your children or you're an asshole to your wife or you're a jerk to your husband, you know, bitch or whatever. I'll judge you on that in my person. Not judge like moral because I don't have any of that. I have no morals. (laughs) No. But it's behavior that I just key right into. And I can't. There are people at work that I've worked with for years. And it is like if you put the backs of magnets together <laughs> yep. and they don't, they just repel one another. It just, it's like, I can't get over it. Like I, I can't bridge the gap sometimes with people. And I, I'm very bad at faking it. I don't, I don't put on a smile very well. So that's what this movie's about. It is, it is. And I've learned a lesson. This, this movie has taught me maybe nothing, but maybe something. <laughs> And then the meaning of life. I think that might be wrapped up in there, actually, after all these weeks of mentioning it. Maybe. Maybe. I'm right. (laughs) The meaning of life is uh, two guys knocking you up on a Saturday morning asking you, do you want to talk about Japan's (laughs) earthquake and what Jesus thinks of it? Yeah, somebody rang our doorbell and you kind of go to the door thinking, at Federal Express. And I I can hear from the front door to our bedroom because our window is you right by the God Squad. Yeah, I could hear every word they said. And they're like, you like talking? You're like, no, well, we work nights, so we kind of sleep. Well, we just want to talk to you about the, the earthquake in Japan. And, and, and what Jesus thinks yeah. of it. Really? You know what Jesus thinks of it? They must have it? spoke to him on the, on the cell phone yesterday. Because here's the funny thing. Culturally speaking, in Japan, there's not a lot of God going on. You know what I'm saying? So are they going to tell you that because Jap- Japan well, is a culture... he never that got around to telling me about what Jesus thinks. Maybe he was going to say you Jesus thinks... You were so nice to him. I'm always nice. You are. But I'm also pretty firm. I don't let them have an inroad with me much. Because mm. I could have... Literally, if I let them have an inroad, I could have been stood there for ten minutes. Because right? if you're really curious, like, really? what? Okay, what does Jesus think about it? <laughs> like, are you insane? That's what I would say to people. Like... He said... Are you, you capitalizing? Actually, actually, he said, do you want to know what Jesus... Blah, blah, blah. And I said, um, no, I need to go back to sleep now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then shut the door. So I don't know if that was nice or not, but I, I did say thank you or whatever. But I, I'm not rude. No, but you're not I'm, rude at all. I don't let them have an inroad. Because as soon as there's an inroad, they want to be around your house at seven o'clock giving you a sermon. Really? I mean, yeah. 
that's their aim, isn't it? To actually get in the door and come in and have a see. Whole that's thing what I'm saying. They're capitalizing, and I don't mean money. I mean they're capitalizing on a on a crack in uh, that's happened. And I don't mean literally, like from the earthquake. I mean they're capitalizing on people's vulnerability and questions and why is this happening? And oh, it's such a tragedy, and they want an in. And then they snag you because you have a weakness or you have like this need or you're curious or you're desperate or whatever it is. Because there'll be some person. That's almost, think about it, that's despicable. It really is, but. That is despicable. I don't think that's the way they. I don't think. How can anyone think that all that is not a cult? Because all they want to do is get you in and then what? And then then you're just another one of their numbers, aren't you? You are a checkbook, you are a body. You are another person to spread the word. I mean, that sounds insane. It's just like back. It just—it's exactly what apparently Jesus was doing, going around all on on his little crusade. I don't of, think Jesus wore a suit with a backpack. <laughs> he did a little Moses basket style backpack, and he had a little a basket bike. With a straw. He had bikes as well. He had a bike, a little mountain bike. Oh, so were they Jehovah's Witnesses? Mormons? Yes, yes. Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses. Witnesses. Yeah. That's how, I know where that is. They have their headquarters thing out across from my doctor's office. <laughs> headquarters. I don't say it's a business, man. It's all a fucking business. <clears throat> I don't care what anybody says. If you want somebody to save your soul, it's going to cost you some money. It's going to cost you your soul and some money. Well, it's so, going to cost you some sleep in my case. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so anyway, if you're a Jehovah's Witness, please do not ring my bell on a Saturday morning. <laughs> ever? Thank you. Ever? No, ever. No, ever. no day. No day. <laughs> Only person I want ringing the bell is FedEx. Thank you. Or UPS. To deliver you from evil by giving you more deliver DVDs. Me stuff. <laughs> yes. All right. So, so that's the meaning of life. That's inappropriate. We did get the meaning of life. That, that is true. That's inappropriate. Yes. Um, no, this is inappropriate. Fuck Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's not nice. You, would, you don't say that to anybody. Not just a... That would have been inappropriate if I said that to you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Is that what you're saying? You're saying that would have been the wrong response, and I agree, because that's awful. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, fuck Buddha or fuck anybody. Like, that's just rude. Good time to close this up a bit. <laughs> and now we've offended, like, how many people? And you're Mr. Laidback. I'm just here preaching, <laughs> so to speak, about how nice you are and how you're so non-judgmental. I don't know how many Jesus people there are, but we got rid of all them. So <laughs> everybody is mad. that way. <laughs> You didn't mean it like that. You just meant to that. Oh, did I? That would have been the worst thing to say. Or that maybe they would have tried harder. They would have been, oh, sir, we're very concerned for you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try What's and going on behind that door that you're pressing closed so quickly? All right, oh, my so, God. Um, I want to remind you about our websites, uh, Jesus.com. No, SidTalk.com, AceGully.com. You can catch us both on Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, YouTube. You can't catch us down at the local church on a Sunday. <laughs> no. Um, you can catch this podcast on the Zoom Marketplace, the RSS feed, on the newly redesigned com. Go to com, click on the word podcast. All the subscription options are there. You can even listen to the podcast on the page. You can go to the iTunes Music Store if you have one of those fancy new iPad 2s that came out this week. You can email feedback at ascully at ascully.com. Don't email SidTalk. She dislikes you immensely. I do not. And. Well, I don't know. I don't know that for a fact. But if I met you for five minutes, I'll be able to tell you. Yes, exactly. And uh, stay classy, Mr. Zach Galifranakis. I think I am correct. Da-da-da-da. I 
We'll want to see something else by this young man. And I'm going to say, think for yourself. Don't let some schmucko in a suit with a backpack and a bike come and tell you what to think because you're needing someone to tell you. Think for yourself. Please, don't think like me. If you if you love Jesus and you get on your knees every day and you praise to Allah and you go to thing with yoga and do the Buddha thing or you're a Hindu or you're a you're if you're Jehovah's Witness or whatever, that's fine. But make sure that it's your decision, not somebody else's. That's all I'm saying. Think for yourself or someone will do it for you. 